Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of The Switch. And of course, my name still remains a fair title. Yes, so today we have quite another very, very interesting guest on, on episode today. A lot of people know him on YouTube as um, the work-life man. And I'm, I, I think I'm going to ask him how he came about that name. But I mean, he's been demystifying data analytics on, on YouTube. I just reached out and Wally was more than gracious to respond and then here we are recording um, our session. So his name is Wally. So Wally, welcome to the show. It's good to have you on board today. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Awesome. I mean, so before I start bombarding you with questions, the name, how, how did you come about it? Um, yeah, the name Work Life Man, right? Yeah. So I, I think I the whole thing just started when I decided to to start YouTube. And okay. I was like, okay, so w- what can I call this YouTube channel? And I wanted my YouTube channel to be a reflection of uh, my life. And at, at that point in my life, it was just work. <laughs> like all I was yeah. doing was work. Like, you know, wake up, go to work, come back. Even when I come back from work, Seth, uh, I'm, I'm still working. And so I, I just couldn't pick out any other thing. And then I was like, okay, if everything about me is work, uh, okay, maybe I could tailor my YouTube channel uh, in that direction. So that's how I, I started looking for different iterations of work and how I can play around with it. And um, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe at some point I'll also want to start talking about my life and how I live okay. my life, uh, yeah. and, you know, and all of that. So I decided to you know, go that name, the work life man, and that was how I came about it. Awesome. I mean, so how has the YouTube experience been? Hmm. So I started YouTube <laughs> roughly, <laughs> roughly uh, I'd say January twenty twenty. And oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It was, it was. So it's more than a year now. Um, I'd say going into two years. Yeah, the the experience has been, it has been interesting. It's been fun. Like okay. uh, you know, I looking back, I I didn't think I would have uh, grown up until okay. to where I am today. Uh, you know, I, I I in my mind, I just wanted to do YouTube. You know, on the side, just drop videos. If people watch, fine. If they don't watch, it's all good. And um, you know, and then two years or one and a half years down the line, uh, I'm seeing massive growth on my channel, and I'm really grateful for for that. So it's it's been it's been a wonderful experience so far. Awesome, awesome. I mean, so the, I think I stumbled upon your your page. It was earlier this year. I mean, I was trying to take some, make some decisions on, on taking the, the data career path. Um, so I'm, I'm a core project and product person, but mostly projects, right? And I wanted to be able to do some upskill as well in terms of. I mean, I have some idea, and I do Excel and um, PowerPoint and mostly PowerPoint and, and Excel. But I, I wanted to be able to do more, right? And I said, okay, let me just. And, and like I always say, the University of YouTube is is free for everybody. You can just go in and then mm-hmm. you can find as much as much information as you want. But I wanted someone 
who understands or who understood the Nigerian context and not just someone who was just, you know, talking about data in general. So, and I stumbled on your page and I'm like, okay, you know, I subscribed and I followed and I, I continue to watch and over time. And I tend to recommend it for, I mean, I've recommended for like five, six people to keep saying, look, I want to jump into data. And I said, okay, just go on YouTube, type for um, the work-life manner, and then you see all these videos and all of that. And I mean, the the response or uh, the feedback are like, man, thank you for, for this and, and, and they've been grateful. And once again, I'm going to say thank you for doing all of that for people like us and then for people starting <laughs> out, um, you know, trying to understand data and then, you know, I know a lot of people say data analytics or data itself is the, is the new oil, but I always tend yes. to say, look, having to upskill enough is enough reason to, you know, to learn, um, to learn and then to understand more about data itself, not just because data is new more, but I mean, get to know what data really, really is all about. And people just say data, but there's, I mean, there's a whole new world, there's a whole new um, perspective. I mean, by the time you start to build layers, you start talking about machine learning, AI, and, and all of those stuff. Um, yeah, so, um, so well, first of all, um, thank you. Second, second point is, now I can dive into my questions. So why data? Okay. Right. Why data? Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, I mean, if you've watched my videos, I, yeah. I originally had an engineering background. And yes. I, you know, I was pursuing it with all my might at that time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, you know, life happened. Life happened. I couldn't. Um, continue in that in that line and I was like okay so what, what else can I really do that um, that's not engineering at that point okay. nothing came to mind nothing mm. came to mind but I, I had a friend who was working who was working in the telecoms at, at that time and he was doing a lot with Microsoft Excel and, and all of that at that point i didn't really know much about microsoft excel i mean beyond mm. doing the regular calculations plus and minus yeah <laughs> plus and minus and excel. yeah um, but over time he would i remember that time he would after you know whenever i had challenges at work or or whenever you know we we're just discussing and talking about what i was out of job at that time i didn't have a job okay. so i had all yeah. the free time so anytime we we're discussing and we we're talking about his work you know would mention some things he was he was doing on excel and i'll ask you know uh, what's the i remember asking him what's the number one tool that you guys use in your company mm -hmm. you know and he said microsoft excel Oh, okay so that was same that was what yes same excel and i started um having interest in it like okay so if this is a company that i would love to work in and the number one tool that they use in that company is microsoft excel then i think i better just start you know learning it on the side such that if any opportunity comes up you know through my friend yeah. I can be well prepared for that. So yeah, and then that was how I started. So I started, you know, taking classes, taking online classes on, on Excel. Uh, I remember asking him for some data sets at some point to just help me with some data sets to use to, to practice. And it was gracious to give me to hand those data sets to me, and I'll use that to practice. So that's how I started building my competency in data analytics, and that's how I started falling in love with data. 
So uh, I think that was the that was the turning point there. Um, data, uh, it's it's is the future, unfortunately, or fortunately, yeah. it's the future. And um, you know, for me, I was looking at what what would give me your know, job security mm. and uh, for going into the next five, 10 years. I, yeah. I didn't see the oil and gas giving me that security because already it was on the, it was on the decline and yeah. um, banking industry was already saturated in my mind. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, okay, so, so what can give me, what domain can give me that security? And everything was pointing towards, you know, the data analytics the data you know domain and being knowledgeable with data and analytics and all of that so that's uh, that's how the interest grew and i just made a decision to um, to dive into into data to dive into it and you know very interestingly at that point while i was diving in maybe i should just add to that i was at a yeah, crossroad you know i was at a crossroad because you know, I was well trained as an engineer. Like, you know, I already had my first degree in engineering, my second degree in engineering, and and I was like, okay, should I go ahead to do my you know, doctorate? <laughs> you know, exactly, yeah. maybe doctorate or get my certi- get certified as an engineer. Maybe do current, um, current, um, do the NSC, the N. Yeah, NSC, Nigerian Society of Engineers. So I was like, okay. do I, you know, double down on this engineering, get all my certification, go into welding, you know, and all of and all of that. Or I just branch off totally and start pursuing a different, <laughs> different career. It was tough. It was tough. Yeah. And the reason why it was tough was because all my friends, uh, well, my closest mm-hmm. friends, we we all studied engineering. We all had we all had our okay. first degree and masters in engineering, and they were pursuing that. You know, they were going after certifications in engineering. I was, am I not wasting my time? Like, should I just should I not just join this these guys and just go and pursue the wagon? You know, and all of that. But um, thankfully, I, I I went in the direction that I went, and I'm happy for it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. So nowadays, you tend to see that most people um, tend to branch off where, I mean, especially if you look at the guys in the banking sector, you see that. I mean, I have friends who who were medical doctors. I have a friend who is a vet doctor, and then he's a senior manager at one of the commercial banks. And every time I think about it, I'm like, I mean, yes, I know we as a country, we, we've totally veered off from, from, you know, from a lot of things. And it's it's always interesting when you see people who who are doing one thing, and then you their or their work their you know their day to day or their uh, their nine to five is is totally different from you know where they are where they are starting from, and and I found out that you know as time goes on we'll continue to see all of those as well. I mean you started out in engineering, um, and then now you're a data person. Um, so at first, how how was the experience? How was the learning curve for you? Uh, it was really tough, I would say, at, at first because I then had to start from the scratch. You know, it's typical when you're changing career. Sometimes, yeah. some people get lucky; they don't, you know, have to start from the scratch. But most people would uh, have to start from from the scratch. So I remember that my first job 
even after I, I've had you know oil and gas uh, offshore experience, my first job back in this new career was like a customer service, you know, rep, okay. something like that, you know. So I was typically handling calls. I was monitoring some alarms. So okay. uh, I was monitoring some alarms and then handling, you know, customer. I was customer facing. Let me just put it that way. Okay. Okay. And uh, I remember that uh, throughout that time, I would have to log these cases, any case that I, you know, all those cases on Excel. So you log the case on Excel uh, yeah. and all of that because that's the same Excel sheet that you pass on to the next. Uh, to yeah. your uh, the next person that will take up take over second shift. level support because it, yeah yeah because it was a shift thing so once you're oh, done I with the shift you hand it over to the next person so you have to log all your cases and then uh, and and tag them and all of that so that's that's the first you know experience that I had and uh, with with using you know playing with data and what I discovered was this 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 is like this is a this is a this is raw data right i had yes. in front of me raw data that i was computing you know for for myself yes it was for the company but i could i saw the data in a different form so i started playing around with that uh, on my own you know i'll log i'll put all the cases together my my entire case for the day my partner's case for for that same day and then i'll gather consolidate everything into maybe like a week long uh, okay. um, um, case file and then i'll analyze it so i'll bucketize some things play around with it and then what happened was i started showing that to my manager because i now started finding some patterns in the data and then i'll show my manager that ah look at what we did this week and all of that yeah. and that was how i started to differentiate myself um, between amongst my peers so uh, not only was i building you know doing a customer facing i was also uh um, sort of like doing some level of analytics and then yeah. presenting that to my to my manager and it was very they were very gracious of it they were very happy with it and that was how i i, I started differentiating myself in a way. so it was it was tough at first but then because of the interest that i had yeah um it now started becoming easy for me uh, and that is now brought uh, brought about all the other things that came afterwards. I, I mean, so you, you mentioned two interesting things. Um, I think the first one was, you know, you having access into data, and which is usually a challenge for for people who are, you know trying to transition into data and then they don't have that kind of access. That I mean, a lot of people um, always tend to struggle. So, how how do you usually advise people? Who are trying to start out, you know, get access to that kind of data. Right. So I, I use I tell people that wherever you are, you can you can gather data from whatever you are doing and wherever you are. It's a matter of how do you um how do you see the environment that you are in and what tools do you have around you to do that. So let's say you're in a work environment. Number one, a work environment is the easiest, you know, place to gather data, right? Very true. So if you are if you are on a job, fantastic. That's that's an environment to get data from. 
So on your job, typically you would have, if you're probably customer facing, you have, uh, you know, access to some customer data. If you are um, in a project, you have yeah. some level of data that you guys gather from the field, yeah, right? Sure. Yeah. For to measure, yeah, to measure in the office. So those are data that you can use to do some level of analytics, right? Um, depending on the you know level of access that you have, but on, on I believe that as long as you are in employment, um, there is and around you within your teams, there is a all you need to do is just look around you and look for. You know how you can get um you know some data to play around with you can even ask your colleague to say hey you know what can you send me your uh what's it called can you send me your um your tracker you know let me just yeah. i just want to play around with it and look for some inside steps you'll be you'll be you'll be shocked that some people would send that to you you know and all of that so if you're in a work environment it's easy to get data now if you're not yeah. in a work environment that is where it becomes a bit difficult because uh, you almost will have to go and you know, look for the data online, maybe go to um, sites, and there are sites that can help you. So you go to cargo.com, oh, nice. okay. yeah, go to cargo.com, you'll be able to get data sets um, to play around with different data sets, honestly. Uh, you, you have on cargo.com. You also, if you are a bit advanced, you can do some web scraping. So meaning okay. that if you you can go to some sites and then go and scrape for information on that site, it's a bit advanced though. Yeah. Um, but for for a beginner, Kaggle.com is the best place to to go and then get get some data for for practice. I mean, so for for people who are just listening, how, how is that spelled? That's K A W G L E dot com. Oh, okay. Kaggle.com. Awesome. Um, okay, so my, my, my next question is, um, so I'm, I'm always of the opinion that data analytics is is not just a, a skill, right? And it's not just a career path as well. But I mean, coming from someone who's, who's you know, who is handling data on a day-to-day, what, what, from your perspective, what do you classify it as? Is it a skill? Is it a career path? Or is, is it a mixture of both? I believe it's a uh, actually it's it's a mixture of both, right? So you have it as a skill, right? But you also have it as a uh, um, as a habit, because in a way everybody has needs to be conversant with data and need mm. to be able to analyze data. As a matter of fact, we do that on a daily basis. So, for example, yeah. for people that have you know a sports wear wearables. Yeah. Right, yeah. Apple Watch or the like. Yes, yeah. You know what that does typically. Yeah. So to be for you to be able to read um, or make meaning out of the graphs and the uh, some of the visuals visualizations mm-hmm. that are being shown on your on your wearables, you, you yeah. need to understand uh, um, data, and that is data analytics at play, right? So, for example, your watch will tell you how many steps that you have taken in a day. Yeah, it will tell you, you know, how many uh, how many hours of sleep you've had in a day, right? Mm. So, what that means is that even though you are not analyzing the data yourself, yeah, uh, the 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 
the outcome of the analysis is being fed to us on a daily basis in order for us to make better decisions, decisions in yes. our lives. Yes, yes. So we're all data analysts, right? <laughs> at, at best, or we need we all need to apply um, you know, data analysis at some at some point in our lives. And so I think yeah. it's it's it goes beyond skills. It's more like mm. a um a must what's have. that thing called? It's a must have, you know. Yeah, yeah it is. Interesting. Um, okay, so let's assume you know I've started out and, and I'm learning data. Um, I mean, so how do I know that I'm proficient enough to start applying for jobs? And that's one. Let me let me make it a two prong question. Second question is how um, is a portfolio necessary for me? I mean, I've read people say you know have a portfolio and all of this. Is a portfolio necessary for me to you know for me to start applying for jobs? Very interesting question. I think it's a very good question. And I know I've also mentioned in my videos that people should, you know, should have a portfolio to showcase, you know, what you what you can do yeah. in terms of your skill level with in terms of data analysis. Now, should you have a portfolio? It's a. Let me start with the first question. When should you start applying? Honestly. I yes. tell people to start applying the moment you decide to be a data analyst, right? Um, okay. Because waiting until you attain a level of competency yeah. might be, it's a bit tricky and it can put you at a dis- disservice. Uh, number okay. one, uh, um, how do you know when you've gotten to that level, right? Yeah. Right, that's number one. Number two yeah. is you might miss out on some job opportunity, especially in Nigeria. You know there are, there are seasons at in which um, you have a lot of applications coming, um, job job yeah. applications coming openings, out. Right? Yeah. So, openings, exactly. So let's say um, at that at the period where job openings are coming out, you feel like you're not at that level yet. So you let that time pass by, and then what happens is you have to wait for an entire year again before you know it's a bit tricky so my advice is the moment you start uh, you decide that you want to to become a data analyst um you need to start applying for jobs now how do you go about it so what you need to do is look at those job applications what are they requesting for and then tailor you know you have to build your cv yes but then tailor your learnings based on what you find on um, those those job applications there. So, for example, you see some job applications. They say, "Oh, proficient in Microsoft Excel, or proficient in SQL." Then you know that, oh, okay, I need to you have to learn those. You know, I, I need to learn those. Right? Those are the areas that I need to focus on. Uh, because if you don't do that, you might run into a rabbit hole of just learning everything and mm. not knowing exactly which direction to go to. So, start applying immediately. Um, you are learning as you're learning just just keep putting the applications in then again applications is a game of numbers right the more applications you the more you put in the likelihood that you you get uh you know a callback a response the higher the probability so you need to push in a lot of applications yeah yeah um right so the second question is portfolio so it goes back to yeah and then portfolio. Yes. 
uh, portfolio is dicey uh, for me and I could speak for a couple other data analysts that I know. We didn't have mm. a portfolio per se. Okay. So we didn't have a portfolio. I personally did not have a portfolio before I got a job. So I I, I know there's a lot of noise around, oh, have a portfolio, have a website, have all that. Yes, there are merits to that, but it's not a determining factor. Right. As long as you can, it goes back to pushing in applications, right? Yeah, uh, it's a games number. What, what's that thing called? <laughs> you know, the number yeah, of applications number of you games. put in is yeah. the number, yes, yeah. You know, the number of applications you put in, right? If, uh, if you push in a lot of applications, you have a higher probability of getting a callback, whether or not you have a portfolio. So, it's, it's good for your own competency and to be able to show people, but it's not absolutely critical to get any job. Interesting. I mean, so I, I, just like you said, I, I've heard that argument over, you know, and over again. Like, you know, you need to get it. You need to get a portfolio. You need to make sure that so that when you're applying, people know that you have some level of proficiency and, and all of that. I mean, and, and I just wanted to be sure that so that people, I mean, I know to each his own some it might work for some people right and it, it might probably not work for some people but i mean you're working you're talking from experience because i mean you're in that space and um and that you know not having a portfolio is what has worked for you which is i mean so that when people are listening they don't start worrying their head like look i mean i need to build this i need to build this and also and i think it's also interesting when you talked about the minute you start attain some you mean you start you started learning data you should start applying because i mean you never know you um and i also especially with data you learn more on the job because as yeah. you go um, as you go along the line you continue to learn more i, I think another yeah. um another tricky part is and, and i've seen you talk about it in in your videos is certifications right what's your take uh certifications right um yes. certifications are very important very very important um not the certificate itself but mm. the skill that you you gain while taking that certification right um okay. i've taken a lot of certification in, in data analytics and okay. um, in fact one very interesting thing is i, I don't put them on my cv okay <laughs> because you know some of them might be in order not to look and sound cheesy you know sometimes when you have a lot of certification you're just putting it on your resume just yeah like, ah, you, you have sure? all these things and you're looking for a job yeah, look, exactly yeah so um i would say from a level of from from the angle of what you would gain from those certifications i think it's important yeah you can't rule them out you need to have you need to build you need to um take a lot of certifications right mm. and uh, the, the another thing is that not so for you to really build competency is not one you is not one certification you would okay. need to take before attaining competency if, yeah. if that makes sense like you'll need to take multiple 
certifications, multiple courses in order for the knowledge to really sink in. Like there's an mm. there's an analogy that um, you need to read something like seven times before it actually sticks to the brain. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's a course like that. So yeah. if you think about it, if you take it just once, the probability that you've actually maximized the knowledge that you know you have from that certification is very, very minimal except if you go back and take that certification again multiple times to make sure that you're really harnessing um, what you're taking from from um, the knowledge from that certification. So it's really important to take certifications and take multiple iterations of different certifications. Just, you know, hear what this person has to say. You know, probably this person is saying it from a different angle that um, the other certificate was not um, putting into consideration. So you gain another perspective from um, certification A, you can gain another perspective from certification B, another one from certification C and all of that. So it's now left to you to decide on which one you want to put, you know, on your CV, on your resume. Um, you don't have to put everything that you've taken. Okay. Just put the one that, you know, maybe that has the most, um, uh, you know, brand exposure, or maybe the, the one that has, that carries more weight, that you know, that once people see, you know, they will, yeah. uh, you know, they will recognize it. They'll pay you know, attention. And they leave out all, the, yeah, they'll pay attention and they leave out all the ones that are irrelevant or that are not well made. Ah, I mean, so, and I think I get the last part. So it's like, it's like project management, for example. You tend to see a lot of videos, but I mean, most people tend to take you serious when they see PMP on your CV or they see phase two or, you know, on your CV. They go like, okay, this guy has some some idea of what he's doing and, you know, he might be um, a perfect fit for the job. Um, I mean, so going back to you, to you now, I mean, having experience in, in the data, in, in data analytics, um, how has the experience been? Um, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. It's been, uh, it's been interesting. You know, you keep um, uh, unraveling different areas every day. So right now, I well, currently at my job, I work more on Oracle. So I okay. use uh, Oracle Analytics Server, Oracle Data Visualizer to do a lot of uh, my analytics at work. Because I mean, when you're dealing with huge data that is on the cloud somewhere, yeah. and you have to access it um, <clears throat> most of the time. You know, it has to be done on these enterprise solutions, uh, and um, we happen to be using Oracle on our own site. So it's really interesting, uh, you know, because you need to learn different tools every day. Uh, now the thing is, do you have to know everything? No, you don't. Really, don't have to know everything. Uh, as long as you know the basics, you know the basics, you know the foundational knowledge. You have the foundational knowledge, and um, you know, with that, you'd be able to. Uh, you know, like build on the experience that you have before, you know, build on all the experiences that you have to deliver, maybe a project or a task or any, you know, anything that you're given to do. So it's, it's a, the experience is, it's a good experience. I love it because I happen to do different things every day. So yeah. it's not, you know, it's not the same thing every day. It's different things and I think 
Based on that, I, I actually uh, that's that's what I look forward to every day when I go to when I go to work. The fact that I work on different things every day. Every day. I mean, I I can't, I can't imagine how interesting that can that that usually is. You know, trying to and you don't get bored easily because um, I mean, the more you do the same thing on the on the daily basis, some form of repetition, the boredom starts starts to kick in and and all of yeah. that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, so I ju- think, just uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I think I think um, with with uh, that, that's one of the perks of you know being a data analyst because you, you get to work on different things every day. You know? so you you're working on a different data set. You are forming different hypotheses on yeah. that data set. You know, you're you're seeing different insights on that data set. So uh, you know, it brings that. How would I put it? That creative side of you. So like, oh, okay. I never thought of that. I didn't work on this in the last one. Right? It's interesting to see this perspective again. So it's something that you get to do once you get to experience once you're a data analyst. Different things every day. Interesting. Um, okay, so, so just as we round off, uh, two, two main questions. Um, so the first one is the the Nigerian data industry, if, if there's anything like that, what do you think is happening and then what do you think is going to happen? So the Nigerian data. Um, I, I okay. So I, I don't really have much um, visibility in terms of uh, how how um, how we how like how we're gathering data here in Nigeria. But I, I think I am optimistic, right? Mm. That a lot is being done in the background, right? Mm. Especially with the advent of things like the BVN, the yeah. advent of things like the NIN. Um, you yeah. know, we're beginning to see uh, consolidation of of all these data. You know, all these are data, different data uh, sitting in, in different silos coming together and then, you know, using it to to make better decisions. So yeah. I'm, I'm very optimistic that things are happening in terms of our data. I mean, if you look at the National Bureau of Statistics, they yeah. drop, they release... They gather a lot of know, data, yes. Yeah, they gather a lot of data and then they release some publications almost like on a monthly basis. They also have things like the Nigerian Data Science, um, which is like a... I think it's like a private organization, you know, working to enlighten more people on data science and data analytics and all of that so we're, we're seeing some good progress in terms of um, data uh, i would say data gathering data usage in in nigeria uh, i mean so uh, i mean so i'm basically just you know in line with what you just said we're trying to see and i pray and my hope rather is that that data can be useful for decision making in terms of um when it comes to allocation, resource allocation, and, and all of those. Um, so my final question is, as someone, for people who, who are listening, someone who is about to get start start out in data analytics or data journey, um, where should I start from? Um, where should I be looking at? How, what tools do I need? Um, are there jobs in Nigeria or should I be looking at remote jobs out of the country? I mean, those are, those are the questions that I know people want to be sure that before I eventually get into this field, those are the things that, the information that they want to have at the back of their hands. 
Mm. Um, yeah, the short answer is yes. I, I believe there are a lot of jobs out there now that are both home and abroad that are um, geared towards you know data, either data science, data analytics, uh, business intelligence, analytics, uh, analysts, and all of that. Um, so yes, there are jobs there. However, those jobs may not be named data analyst. It may not be named uh, business intelligence analyst. Mm. You know, they ha- they may have a different name, uh, and that's mm. why um, people should not be narrow-minded when they are looking for jobs and just focus on data analytics because you might not a job there might be there might be a job opening. It might not be named data analyst analysis or data analyst, but what you would do on that job would be the same as what a data analyst would do. So um, definitely, and I think the second thing is that people should also have an open mind. Um, even though you studied something in school or you've gone, spent some time studying something, uh, it might not be the, the first thing that you end up doing. So it might not yeah. be the first job. You might not get your first job as a data analyst, um, mm. but you can always work your way, change your direction, and all of that into the path that you want. So, in order not to be left without employment, uh, uh, you know, advices if you've studied data analysis either through school or through self learning, um, mm-hmm. go out there and get any job that you can lay your hands on. And then use that as a catapult to um, where you want to get to. Wow! Thank you, thank you very much, Wally. Um, I mean, it's been really, really insightful talking to you on how you started your journey, the experience so far, and then finally we t- just talked about you know, for people who are looking to transition into into data. Maybe I'll eventually you know pick it up again and, and start. And start learning <laughs> SQL and, and and Tableau or Power BI all over again. Um, I mean, at first, it, once you hear, when you hear, it, it feels like you know people are speaking gibberish or Greek. But as you as you dive into it, it becomes you know it becomes a whole lot, um, yeah. a whole lot um, yeah easier. And like I always tell people, um, nothing good comes easy. I mean, if if you don't start it, you won't understand what it's all about. So it's a, I mean, just start. Um, and I'm sure there are a ton of materials online. I mean, your channel is one. Also, I mean, just to do like a uh, more like a shout out. So for anyone looking to learn, you know, have information, gather data, understand information about data analytics, please head on to Wally's um, YouTube channel. Um, it's um, so just go to YouTube and then type um, the work life man. You see a ton of videos about you know getting into data analytics and, and all of that so Wally thank you very much it's it's been an honor to have you on the podcast I'm honored thank you for um yeah, I mean we, we've rescheduled like twice now and, and yeah. we finally did it thank you very much yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it's good to have you on the podcast absolutely I'm so excited uh, I, I when you reached out at first I was so excited and um Unfortunately, we had to be scheduled twice, but I'm so glad that I we finally had this session and I'm looking forward to having more 
uh, awesome definitely back I mean, so yeah as you as you venture more into into this space we'll definitely have you i mean so hopefully okay and, and final final words from you and so what's the plan continue to stick with data or there are plans to change careers again <laughs> um, i think i think i think it's data now it's just data <laughs> you found your calling i found my calling <laughs> awesome awesome thank you very much Wally, it's 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 been a honor. Uh, absolutely, I love. So, uh, thank do, you so much for the, having me. Yes, awesome. Yeah. Do enjoy the rest of your day. You too. All right. All right, guys. That's it. Um, so it was it was a good day talking to Wally um, on data analytics and how to transition. Um, so, like I said, if you want to learn more, just head on to his channel. It's the Work Life Man on YouTube. Um, so my name is Ifetaiwo and this is The Switch.